Hello and welcome to Behind the Scenes of Happiness, Motivation for Motivators. I am your host, Christoph Spiesens. If you're a coach, trainer, therapist, HR professional, a motivational speaker or author, a team manager or any other type of leader in your industry, then this podcast is for you. How easy is it for us to walk our talk? How congruent is our lifestyle with our career choice? How do we keep our own cup full? Discover the heartfelt stories, challenges and success strategies from your peers in this brand new episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness. Today's guest is Enrico Massani. Enrico, I am so pleased that you can join us on this episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness. Um, for the listeners, Enrico is, well, he was born in Paris to Italian parents and moved to the United Kingdom and currently resides in Edinburgh, but serves a client base, a coaching client base, which is pretty global. So he has established himself as a coach's coach um, at heart, I would say. He is an author. His book is called The Joy of Connection, How to Find Your Coaching Niche. And Enrico's work is all about helping coaches find their niche by getting clear on who they are as a coach and as a human being and by connecting their heart with their minds. Am I right in with that description of your services, um, Enrico? Yep, 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 spot and, on. Spot on. And would you like to tell us a little bit more about, um, as a motivator yourself, what does it take for you to stay motivated in, in, in an era of uncertainty, confusion. There is so much going on for all of us. Um, how do you keep yourself motivated? Well, first of all, I'd like to say, you know, there, there are two kinds of motivation. No, uh, let me explain. One is coming from the outside and in, and this does not long does not last long you know uh, as an example you know i've attended a lot of motivational s seminars in the past and i felt great but at the end after a few days the adrenaline just was off and then you feel a bit low on the other hand there's there's one which coming from the inside and out this is the one where you know i i put more about you know, meditation reflection feelings and emotions i do a lot of work in nature and in town but i i appreciate more i have much more gratitude so my motivations come from inside mm -hmm. and it goes out um, and, supposed, yep. and does that would you say that also works when you have to really dig deep to find that motivation is walking in nature and connecting to your true self is that is that enough yes okay now now it is uh -huh. um before not before i was already 
looking outside, so looking for the latest gadget, the latest sure. thing to, mm-hmm. to own and to do. So, and, and in your um, opinion, Enrico, why do you think that looking onto the inside um, in particular is so powerful? Why do you believe that is such a great tool for self-motivation? How does it work? When we go in, you know, your heart has so much wisdom. So the heart knows knows the answers. Uh, so if you just go in, go in instead of looking out outside, you know, society tells us that we should do this and we must do that, and we can only do this if we only do that. You know, um, mm. just listen to your heart. Your heart knows best. Okay. And, and listening to the heart is something that you do indeed know a thing or two about um, because you you have a story, right, that you are going to share with us. Um, mm-hmm. And what, what is the, just to kind of front load the outcome or the key learning from, from your story for our listeners, what, what is your story going to be about, uh, Enrico? Well, my story is going to be about, you know, opening the heart, Mm-hmm. to what you love and let the it's the wisdom of the heart guide you okay. the heart is not just a pump you know that just pump and pushes blood around your body it is oh. your core it is your center okay so we can't wait to hear um what made you come to that conclusion okay where do you want me to begin at the beginning mm. <laughs> <laughs> well um I would like to keep the podcast as concise as possible. <laughs> okay, that's um, right. So if you can, uh, I'm sure you can, you can find a way to share the valuable messages in, yeah. in a fairly succinct manner. Okay. okay. Well, in 2010, I was a very successful coach. You know, I was a business coach. So I, I, had, I did well over a six-figure uh, business. And then I just crashed. You know, because of the economic climate, but other things as well. So I have lost, I've lost everything. Uh-huh. I've lost my house, my partner, and everything. All I had was a van full of stuff, and then I just moved on, and then just uh, started again. But that was what happened in 2010. And then from 2010 to up to now, uh, it is the story that I'm going to to share. So from 2010, when I had just those um, suitcases and, and, and a few belongings, and I had to go and find a place to live, so I did. But then there was some something inside me, and I just couldn't understand what it was. So I had lost my, my practice. All, all I had then was just one client, and this one client stayed with me for an, a number of years after that. Mm-hmm. But what I had learned from that, that you know, what I was doing was okay because I was in, good in business and I love people, but I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do inside. So it took me another, from 20, late 2010, beginning of 2011 up to 2015, when I really found out what was my essence and how, what, 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 what I was here to do. So from 20 late 2010, beginning of 2011 to 2015, when I, I had this big aha moment and said, okay, fine, and do I understand now what I'm, what I'm here to do? 
And the message that I got then in July 2015 was, no, I am a messenger who is here to help messengers who are in pain or lost and who want to re reconnect their heart with joy. Uh -huh. uh, that was my Marco message. But from 2015 to now, it took me another three years to really find out exactly what the message meant and how I was, I was going to do that. For eight years, I really dug deep into the, 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 the business, the core business principles of, you know, okay, what is it that you, know, you need to do to have a, a successful practice you know, in marketing and all that. So I have learned a lot of that, but I wasn't quite sure how I could put that into practice by helping other coaches to do that. So I wrote my, my book in, in May 2017 to show them that, you know, once they, they, they put their mind to, to sleep, so to speak, and really start to open their heart. Because the heart, it is the center, the center of, of all wisdom. It has, a, you know, throughout my life, the values for me were very, very important. When I was in a, in a corporate life, I left the corporate world because of that, because they didn't match my values. So if you really align your core values with the work that you do, and really live and behave by by, by those core values, then you, you you can now create magic as well. And then everything changed for you overnight, almost. Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. From 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 then, when I understood what was my my core message and how I can apply that, then I devised some some programs. One is the, the no, it is called the three C's. The three C's. It's about clarifying you know, where, where you are, the, the connection, the connection is at three different levels of, co of connections of yourself with others, but also with source, no source, no God, the divine, whatever you want to sure. call it. Uh -huh. And then you have the actual commitment, but, but I talked about the motivation. Once you have the commitment, it's no longer outside, oh. it is purely on, on the inside. Once you have those two elements, then you have the the commitment and it's as if you no longer need the motivation right because you're just driven from within am i right exactly mm -hmm. yeah that's correct so we have many coaches and fellow holistic well-being practitioners listening um i'm i'm sure many people will resonate with in in, in one form or another with um the adversity that you've been through and that you have transcended so it's all it, it all sounds that it was down to digging deep into your heart and recalibrating your yourself with or recalibrating your your actions with your values and your essence if i understood yep. it correctly yep no. exactly. so the reason why I'm asking this question, um, Enrico, is because I'm sure that during the adversity, there must have been moments where it was perhaps confusing for yourself. Um, and I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I'm thinking, goodness, we are a coach. I am supposed to, I'm very good at helping other people. I'm supposed to give people advice and, and answers and, and reflect, etc., etc. And now I'm the one who's struggling. Did you, how did you, 
Is there anything you can share about that? I had many of those moments, you know, those dark moments where you just want to hide. You know, you just go into a hole and you just want to, you don't want to come out. You don't even want to accept um, that you are in that kind of position as well. So once, you know, I've I've devised a four letters acronym called CRAP. You know, CRAP, you know, it is the C for courage. Once you have the courage, because the the courage comes from your heart, but from from your gut. So once you have the courage, the rage from your gut will help the core Mm -hmm. of your heart. Once you have that, then you are, you are, you start to t- to take responsibility for for your so you are you have the ability to respond to anything. Once you have that, then you have the acceptance, the acceptance of where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then from the last one, it is once you have that, you have peace. So wow. that came during meditation. So it was really very very powerful. I'm a huge fan of acronyms. I think this one is a new personal favorite. <laughs> um, so just to summarize, CRAP stands for mustering of the courage, taking responsibility, accepting where you are, and then flowing into peace as a result. Yep. Okay. Okay. And in terms of the lessons that you've learned from that, you know, um, challenging time or chapter of your life, um, Enrico, and the lessons that you've learned and the takeaways and the tools that you want to share with our listeners, if you had to identify those tools, what, what would they be? How can people who are in similar positions better um, navigate that turbulence what would you Just, recommend i would recommend to for them to get help with with, with someone because mm-hmm. um, you no know, if you just share something it is your, your, your problem is halved you know even just just by talking to to someone you are able to to articulate it um i, I wasn't able to articulate it for for a long time because it, it was inside but i just mm-hmm. couldn't Get it out. So that really helped me as well to really um, understand what, what was happening. You know, when you have this deep feeling inside, you have this longing for something, but you, you don't know what it is. But then you find someone who just just by asking questions that they can start to really understand that. Uh-huh. Um, I found you know um, NLP has helped me a lot as well to really understand more about. Uh, for those listeners who don't know what is NLP, it's you know, neural linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a set of tools about communication and the the attitude of communication. That's what I, I, I best can right. mm-hmm. describe it as. Um, meditation and mindfulness. Um, one of the great things that I have learned over the last eight years it is to be grateful. Um, you may not it may not sound a lot, but by being grateful and thankful and appreciating more as well, you know, whatever you have. Oh. We are in a in a world of you know being going go, going fast and faster and faster. But by slowing down, you can get so much more out of it. So by being grateful 
and thankful and appreciate every moment, every seconds, every. So seeking help and talking about your situation as well as meditation and, and practicing mindfulness as well as expressing gratitude. Anything else that you want to add to this very important list, I would say, list of tools? Okay. Another one, it is to let go, to learn to let go. Um, and if you let go at wanting to control things, if you want to let go at uh, wanting to be approved, because in, the, in this world of fastness as well, we always want to be to be the best and to be uh, to be looked upon and if you start to let go at this approval and then the, the let go at security this is a very very big thing as well security because you know, we all have had issues in the past with you no know, financial status and, and all those uh -huh. kind of things you know we have you know, some people have, have debts and they, they, they are there just up, up to the neck but letting go at wanting to control things, um, especially the actual security, you will be fine. Okay. You will be good. So that is one of, one of the biggest things that I've learned. So um, allow me to be devil's advocate here for a moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are talking about letting go, and I think that I fully appreciate what you're saying here, but at the same time, we need to raise our profile. Coaches mm -hmm. and wellness professionals want to step up and step out, so to speak. They want to mm -hmm. extend their help to as many people as possible. That comes with a huge level of focus and commitment and working around the clock at times. So how, how would you say that squares up with letting go? Well, the letting go, by doing less, you are doing more. Um, if that makes sense. The l l letting go at wanting to, to control. Right. That is the, the, the thing as well. Things, you know, there are things that, that you can control, there are things that you can't control, but very often we are so attached to the, to the outcome, to the at attachment itself. So if you let go at that, then flow comes, and then once flow comes, then you have the 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 peace. Okay, um, I'm going to put my foot down a little bit more, <laughs> if I may, um, because I this is one of the very reasons why I wanted to run these podcasts because it's about being brutally honest with with our peers um, in the mm. industry. And the, the focus that we, that we require, because you mentioned um, it's about letting go of the outcome, but mm -hmm. surely the focus that we require is all about keeping our eyes on the, whatever it is that we're trying to achieve. So again, how does that square up between having, setting a goal and having a dream and a focus versus being detached? from outcome does does my question make make sense Enrique? yeah yeah, yeah. okay you see i'm i'm one of those very rare person who do not believe in, in goals as such no we are so attached to the goals and we have to achieve it at no, no matter what the cost is and the targets right especially yeah. in the corporate world yes no you have to achieve this and if you don't achieve that the world will just collapse and no we will be doomed in, into we fail yeah 
So for me, you know, I think, you no. Know, in in the past, we have talked about competition. Um, you know, I don't believe in, in competition. So you know, we have, there's enough for everybody there. It's just you not know, the way that we have been brought up, the way that, you know, we, we have all those kind of beliefs that we have about uh, that we have to compete. Mm-hmm. No, there's no, so there's a, no, so that needs to, to change. It's not about competition, it's about mm-hmm. co- cooperation and more about, you know, co-creation. You know, right. If you are good at something, I'm good at something, then we can work together and then share whatever it is there. You know? So it is a win-win-win. Everybody mm-hmm. wins. It's not just about I win, you lose. And No, and I love that. And there, as I always say, there's 8 billion people on this earth. Um, how can there be competition? There's more than plenty of work and, and mm-hmm. ways of supporting people um, more than plenty for all of us. So I love the analogy of, of win-win or striving for win-win situations. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, but you no, know, if you go back to the goal, the goal it is oh. you not know, very often we have those, you no, know, we have been told to work with goals and then have, have them smart. So you have to be specific, measurable, um, uh, achievable, and then time bound. Mm-hmm. No, if I, 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 no, we don't, we don't have much time for that. But uh, no, time doesn't really exist. There's only the, the now, the future, and the past doesn't really exist. It's just no, it has been uh-huh. distorted. But you know, whatever you have in your mind, it is there already. So it's just a matter for you to be in har- in in harmony with it. Uh-huh. So if you let go at Wanting, wanting is lack. If you focus on the lack, you will get lack. Mm-hmm. And okay. the heart, and the heart really is is your core message, isn't it, Enrico? Yeah. It's about locking on to the potential of the heart, the vibration that it sends yeah. out, and 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 trusting it as a complete compass for. Mm-hmm wherever you I know that you're not keen on the word should but for all intents and purposes for where you should be going with your with your gift the heart is a great guide yeah mm-hmm. it's it has all, all 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 the wisdom that you need you know just follow it the how the how it is not your job people are so focused on the how that's why they want to achieve goals because they want to know how am i going to achieve that yes yes but so, the how it's not your part you just there there you are you are you are having here and things will happen because you are vibrating at a vibration that it is good for you absolutely so if our listeners wanted to continue this conversation and mm-hmm. they are interested in exploring how they can connect with you, work with you, grow with you, and work on their hearts with you. What is a good way for them to get in touch? Where can our listeners find you, Enrico? Okay, they can find me on, on my website, which is www.enricomassani.com. Okay. Okay. And Masani, how do we spell Masani? Okay, it's E N R I C O M A S A N I. Okay. 
And that's also where they can find your book, The Joy of Connection, How to Find Your Coaching Niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how else can they connect with you? Okay, I can connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook as well. So just go on Facebook. Uh, is, uh, is at uh, hello Enrico Massani. And then on Facebook, it is on LinkedIn, it is Enrico Massani as well. So you can just uh, type in on the search, you know, and okay. they will be able to find sure. me there. And I'll be very happy to help anyone, you know. Uh, it's always nice to connect and you know, help someone as well. So Absolutely. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, if you'll uh, pardon the pun, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for being our guest today, Enrico. Um, it's been a mm. joy listening to your very honest account of how you came up against adversity and then found ways to transcend the adversity very successfully and um, because i know that your practice your current co- coaching practice is like i said at the at the, at the start of the podcast it, it's truly global and you are thriving indeed so it's fantastic um i find it very inspirational i'm sure um, our listeners do too and thank you once again for coming on the show today it is it has, has been my pleasure great And that concludes this episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to connect with me, please visit christophspeesons.com and you can, of course, also find me on all social media such as LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Thank you again and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye for now.